my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast to help clarify the process of loss and grief through experiences shared from myself and others living with loss. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 103. In this podcast, I will review many common misunderstandings of grief to help you better understand and prepare for the road ahead. In discussing grief with others, I've discovered lingering myths about grief which need to be clarified, and thus one of the main reasons this podcast exists. You are invited to join the community and share your story to help others better understand grief, how it affects us moving forward, and how best to navigate its difficult path. I invite you to join the community on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And lastly, I ask that you take a moment to rate and review the show over at Apple Podcasts. Doing so will help this podcast reach more and more people just like you in need of an insightful grief resource which can help them navigate their grief journey. Now, there are grief-related things I stumble upon through social media posts and articles and while seeking out the same while just simply surfing the internet. And I often take mental note of the articles or the poems which intrigue me most, especially if it's a different perspective or, or concept I hadn't seen before. But sometimes those written pieces don't go much past a mental note. Unless, that is, I see it again, and sometimes again and again. And that's when I believe I'd better take note of it, because I truly believe there's a reason it's been brought to my attention so often. And today's inspiration came about in this very same way. In a way, it seemed to be pleading with me to share it, because I had stumbled across it through several different sources, more than ever before. And it also helped that the title is actually quite interesting, very intriguing. It grabbed my attention. Today, I washed the orange cup. Now, I won't summarize it here, but instead, I will just simply let it speak for itself in just a moment. Now, let's dive into this week's show. Since the very first time I read it a few months ago, this post spoke to me. Why? Well, I guess it's because I too have my own version of an orange cup. And I suspect many of you do as well. So stay with me. This will make sense, I promise. So let me just share the story so you can decide for yourself. I'd like to thank the author Amy Boardman Reimer for writing this post that turned my head so many times. And I'm sharing her story because I truly believe it will also speak to so many of you. And above all, you need to know that this is very common. Amy writes, Before I begin, this post is not seeking sympathy. It is merely trying to shed a little light on the total weirdness and unpredictability of grief. Those who have experienced deep loss already know. But for those who have not, I washed the orange cup today. 
The orange cup is not a metaphor. It's a small plastic cup, one of several in a multicolored set. It is perfect for the bathroom sink. It's just big enough for a sip of water in the middle of the night or to wash down daily meds. I had not washed it since before January 1st. Before you get too grossed out, I had also not used it either. You see, that little orange cup is the last thing in the house that Mark's lips touched on January 1st, before he was loaded into the ambulance, never to return. I had picked up the orange cup several times before, thinking it was time to wash it and put it away. But each time, it wasn't. I would hug that little cup, cry a little, or a lot, and return it to the counter next to the sink. It wasn't time to wash it, until today. Today I washed the cup. When my mother died, her housecoat, or bathrobe, was hanging on the back of the door in the bathroom. When my dad died five years later, it still hung in the same spot. He had given away or tossed a lot of mom's items, but just not that housecoat. Had he lived another ten years, I think it may still have been there. Or maybe not. Deep, profound grief is just weird, so keep that in mind when you are wondering why grieving people do or don't do what you think they should do or what seems normal. Grief is really weird. They're just not ready to wash the cup. What a good story. One that struck me the very first time I read it and the second and the third, and I just had to share it. Now, this story speaks volumes because it is so true. Yours may not be a cup, an orange cup. It may be a magazine or a blanket or a bathrobe or even a pair of shoes. It will be different for everyone. The most important thing here is not to feel you've done something wrong if you don't have your own orange cup. Not everyone will, and that's okay. But if you have an orange cup, Understand, you are not alone. And it's not a strange thing. It's not as strange as you might be telling yourself inside. It's actually quite normal. And that's what drew me to this post. Because, you see, my personal orange cup? Well, that was actually my wife's bathrobe. Just like in Amy's story, truth be told, just about five weeks ago, I finally took it off of the bathroom door and hung it in the closet. I even had an internal discussion with myself while I did this. I began the argument that I needed to toss it out. There was no reason to keep it. And in the end, it found a new home in the closet where it may remain for many years or until I decide it's time to clean out the closet. I don't know. And that's okay. Many of you might be thinking, that makes sense. He put it in with some of her other clothes. Nope. The closet, the closet that it's in is my closet. And in fact, her clothes have been removed and donated quite a while ago. But that bathrobe, to this day, I'm unsure why I've kept it. But I can tell you this, for some unspoken reason. I just knew I couldn't toss it. 
Not yet. So there it is in its nice new home, and there it will stay because that is a normal part of grief. Now, Amy went on to correctly say, deep, profound grief is just weird. It is. Standing on the outside of grief, you may kind of get it, but the truth is you just won't fully get it because you can't. It's okay. That's absolutely fine because there are things in life that you have to actually experience to fully understand. I would assume parachuting, for instance, out of an airplane is one of those things, and grief is right up there with it. So I'm fine not fully understanding someone who loves the adrenaline rush of parachuting. I don't need to fully understand it. I wish I didn't fully understand all that is grief, but here we are. And here we all are, trying as we may to wash our orange cup, telling ourselves every week that we failed, but we actually haven't. This is just the process, the process that we are in, and this is the way grief is. We haven't failed. We've mourned. We are still mourning, and that, my friends, that's okay. Maybe today you won't wash the orange cup. Maybe next week you will. And maybe, just maybe, it's not time to wash the orange cup yet. Thank you again for listening to the Journey to Grateful podcast. I am thankful for you taking the time to listen to this podcast and sharing it with others. I encourage you to stop by the community on social media, share your own story and insights on grief, and join our family in helping others on their path with grief. Head on over to journeytograteful.com community to find ways to join the conversation and make a difference through your story. And while you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. And if you would like a more personal connection, I invite you to connect with me directly via email, tim at journeytograteful.com. But let's not stop there. Please give me a call, leave me a voicemail, or simply send me a text. The phone number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, help me build this community, broaden my reach, and support my mission by reviewing this show and telling others why you listen over at Apple Podcasts. I provided for you a leave a review button on the journeytograteful.com homepage. Your support of this podcast through your comments is a powerful thing that you can do today, and I thank you so very much. Today's inspiration comes unauthored, but with a message I believe we all can use as we try to write the next chapter of our lives. Here is how it was written. Just because you aren't making progress as fast as you think you should, it doesn't mean that you aren't making progress. Keep going. Now for me, this passage doesn't just warn me not to focus too much 
on my perceived progress, but more importantly, not to compare my progress with somebody else's, which is all too often done in life in general as well as in grief. Now, we sometimes find ourselves thinking, hey, Jeff seems to be doing so much going out, moving forward. I should be where he is. And of course, the immediate response to that thought in our head should be no. No, because we should not focus on someone else's path. We need to just walk our own. Always keep that in mind. Any progress is still progress. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.